0: Welcome to another episode of What Makes a Nurse. My name's Hannah and I'm a nurse. In each episode of this podcast, I interview a different nurse from a different speciality. I ask them questions about why they wanted to be nurses, their hopes and aspirations for the future, of the different job roles they've had within the nursing profession, all with the goal of trying to find out what makes a nurse. I'm really excited to welcome you to this brand new series. If you haven't listened to us before, welcome. You can also listen to all our previous episodes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I really do love hearing your feedback so be sure to follow me on Instagram and on Twitter. All the information is in the podcast description. And if you really enjoy the podcast, please be sure to leave us a five-star review on whichever platform you're listening to this on, as that means more people can find us and listen to us too. Now all the formalities are out of the way, I'm really excited to introduce you to this week's guest. This week I'm speaking to Inzi. Inzi initially worked in law, however in January 2019 she graduated from the University of Southampton, with a postgraduate diploma in adult nursing. She started her career as a gastrointestinal nurse. She then moved on to being a charge nurse in a psychiatric nursing home before moving on to being a general practice nurse. Here she fell in love with primary care and now works as a home care nurse. She also works as a nursing career strategist. In this time, she's also managed to complete a master's in computer engineering and to top it all off, she's a published author. Her book, My Mum the Nurse, is available on Amazon. You can also find Inzi on Instagram and TikTok, All the information will be in the podcast description. So without further ado, here is Inzi. Begin then, if you're happy. So, why did you want to be a nurse? As
1: you probably know, I did law before nursing. So, nursing is kind of something that I fell into, but I feel like it's been around me, but I didn't really notice that it could be a career choice for me. So, I did law really to please my family, my dad in particular. And so, I did it. I was like, Dad, here you go. I hope you're happy now, but it's time for me to find myself. And find, you know, what I want to do and what makes me happy. Um, so I worked for the NHS 111 and I absolutely loved it. I did that for about a year and a half and it kind of pushed me to go into nursing. Yeah. And then I was told that several of my family members were nurses. My grandmother was a nurse, my aunts were nurses, uh-huh. and I just didn't come into that knowledge until I was actually in nursing. So that's yeah. a bit weird, but yeah, that's kind of how I got into nursing. and. I think because of my personality, I'm quite bubbly and I'm quite chatty. Mm-hmm. I was told that nursing would be a perfect fit because you get to kind of find out more about your yeah. patients, you get to communicate and just, you know, be yourself. So,
0: yes. yeah. Oh, Amazing. Is there anything from your career in law that you've been able to transfer across into your nursing career I'd say probably like the structure of it all, like the knowing
1: how to organize your day. Like when I worked as a paralegal, I had to kind of organize my day based on cases. Mm-hmm. And you get like just random cases that you have to deal with and knowing how to prioritize, you know, yeah. your caseload. Definitely that was transferred onto nursing because, you know, if you, it depends where you work in nursing. Because if you're in the hospital, it's a completely different scenario and look than working in the community but I find that knowing how to manage my day prioritize my patients or residents it just helps me be a more thorough nurse and more organized so that I don't have to stress but yeah I'd say those kind of skills were transferred but also being bold I feel like in law you have to kind of not be afraid to speak up and speak out mm-hmm. so that's another thing that I kind of have yeah. even though I'm <laughs> I like to consider myself to be quite shy um, <laughs> I feel like that experience helps me to even speak up if mm-hmm. I feel that I'm not confident to I still do it because I know it's the right thing to do if that makes sense
0: yeah no completely yeah. well those are very good skills to bring across <laughs> prioritization is underestimated in nursing I think yes completely. Absolutely. <laughs> you obviously wear a lot of different hats in your nursing career can you tell me about some of the different roles that you have
1: yeah, I've, I've worked in a variety of different places. I started off my nursing career in the hospitals because I was told, go to the hospitals, yep. gain your skills and then specialise. <laughs> so I worked um, on a gastro ward, which is really interesting. And to be fair, it kind of shaped me to be a more confident nurse because there was so much happening. I learned so much and it gave me the confidence to feel that, you know, I can go and achieve more and do more because I... I was more secure in my knowledge and the skills that I had and that kind of led me to gaining what would be considered band six but yes so it led me to progressing on to a management position Mm -hmm. in the community in a psychiatric care home Mm -hmm. Um, and again I feel like nursing is one of those things that you it doesn't matter where you go you're still a nurse and you still yeah. do what you've been trained to do so even if you leave one place and you go to a different place you're not losing that career you're still mm. you know developing and growing onto what you've really got so working in the residential home was definitely an experience but it it had its good and its bad but i think it taught me to not be scared to kind of take on leadership and to delegate. Mm. And that's another thing that I think is so underestimated knowing how to delegate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so being someone who's still in her probationary period and being told that you're now in charge of this whole place and you've got to know yeah. what to do was definitely scary. But I think it taught me to go with my instincts and go with what mm-hmm. I know I've been taught um, to do this. I've got the skills and, and yeah, I, I enjoyed doing that, but I got given an opportunity to be in an area that I found quite fascinating earlier on mm-hmm. in nursing, which is general practice and that's what made me fall in love with primary care yeah i worked in a gp surgery Unfortunately, giving babies their injections and crying with them because it's just such a sad, sad thing to <laughs> see and be around. And then you've got the parents crying as well. And it's yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry that I have to do this to your child. Trust me, as a mum, I feel your pain, but I can't do my job if you won't give me your child's leg. But um, <laughs> so it's definitely been an experience and a very eye opening and interesting experience. But I felt as though the way my brain works, I like challenges and i I, mm. I don't like repetition a lot. I found that out later in yeah. my nursing career, <laughs> but I like different things. I don't like coming to to the same thing over and over again, and that kind of led me to trying to see what's out there within the nursing field that kind of yeah. satisfies mm. you know what I'm looking for in terms of job satisfaction, but also my personality in wanting to be challenged and wanting to experience different things. Again, I stayed in primary care because I love, love, love working in the community. Um, and I ended up doing home care nursing, still getting used to the to the <laughs> word myself, because I think it's quite a fairly new term. Yeah. Um, and when people hear the word home care nursing, they don't really know what it is. No. Like, if I was to <laughs> ask you, Hannah, like, what do you think home care nursing is? What would you
0: say? a nurse at home like in your own house exactly sex. yeah
1: <laughs> but it's more specialized so I worked yeah. in the IV therapy team and so mm. we delivered sort of IV therapy to people within their own homes Um, and this could be people with sort of renal conditions patients with oncological conditions yeah it's it's a variety of different skill set again mm. and you know you really have to kind of be willing to learn because a lot of the time as well, you're teaching patients how to care for themselves and you're yeah. teaching family members how to care for them. So it's taught me a lot. And now I've kind of, aside from nursing, I also do it and I've gotten to the point where I know that that's where the world is going. Everything's yeah. become quite digitalized. And my goal is to kind of see how healthcare can be digitized or to kind of get into health but from the digital standpoint yeah and so I went to do another master's yeah second master's (laughs) (laughs) well done (laughs) I know I don't know how I do this Um, so I went to do my master's in computer engineering and so I've been kind of on the side working on developing apps that can improve the social and communicational aspects of people with autism so it started off being children but now we're trying to see how it can help a variety of different age ranges and not just children so working on gaming apps or simple things like cards that can Mm. kind of help the development or help the communication skills of people with autism which is still nursing because I mean it's healthcare and nursing is caring for people however it's done in a in a more unconventional way because it's IT and it's like you have to learn how to code you have to know you know you have to understand all these technical terms and and so it's it's not been the easiest coming from someone who's had no technical background (laughs) whatsoever
0: that's just incredible that you've got like a master's in computer engineering and what you're doing from for the autistic community sounds absolutely incredible you should be really proud of yourself
1: oh thank you thank you no I really love it and it just
0: shows you that you know I think people think you're quite closed off you know you're stuck in a box when you do nursing actually it's the complete opposite the world is wide open
1: the world is your oyster if you can think it if you can dream it you can make it happen it doesn't have to be the conventional way of doing Mm. things um and that was one of the things that I remember in uni them telling us is you guys are postgraduate nurses you have to think outside the box you can't just conform You have to kind of think of ideas because your ideas could be something that can help the generations to come. So, Mm -hmm. for example, the project that I'm working on now is actually assessing the whole aspects of autism diagnosis Mm -hmm. and trying to see where, where are the gaps? Because something isn't quite right. And you hear about the waiting times, but unless people step forward and do something about it, nothing really is going to happen. So we have to be brave enough and confident even though you don't necessarily feel confident on the inside you (laughs) kind of have to tell yourself do you know what I can do this and I will
0: do this and just go for it so that's what I try to do (laughs) I mean perfectly said I couldn't say it say it any better So obviously the last two years have been quite difficult for us healthcare professionals. It's hard to do a nursing podcast and not talk about it a little bit. Um, (laughs) How have you found working through the pandemic and what sort of challenges have you faced and still face?
1: Definitely it's not been easy. I think Mm. I qualified the year before COVID happened and I kind of had to be pulled out of my role to go and help out. Although it wasn't like an ITU, it was still quite acute. And mm. I was living in London at the time. So London um, healthcare yeah. and outside <laughs> London healthcare is completely different. So it's a lot more fast paced and you you kind of have to be on your feet and sharp with everything. But I think it helped me to be a more consciousness and more it helped me to kind of just take things as it comes um some of the challenges that I faced to begin with was just not being able to hold my son like after work Mm -hmm. that that was so difficult because you know the time that you finish work you want to spend with your family you want to you know have that kind of family time and to kind of push him away and say no 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 you can't come near me because I have to go in you know disinfect, take you know yeah. have a shower and everything it was so hard because he didn't understand he was five at the time he was just like no I just want to I just want to hug mommy I haven't seen you all day I just want to hug and mm. I'm like no so that was definitely hard but I'm I'm someone that I don't let challenges like stop me um and it kind of that moment encouraged me to kind of f- to figure out how I would explain it to him in a way that he would understand, him. and we ended up writing a book called ah. "My Mum the Nurse." I mean um. you're just throwing
0: things at me now <laughs> <laughs> you're also an author <laughs> yeah. So, um so yeah, we
1: wrote a book called My Mum the Nurse and I kind of sat him down and I said, what do you want in this? um This is what mummy does. And I want you, I want this to be yours where you can read and see what I do, but also know that I still love you. Even though I'm not holding you, I'm still here. And that kind of helped us through that process transition and he was a little bit famous because all his friends knew that he was in the book and so he loved that (laughs) Um, but yeah so it, it wasn't it wasn't easy but we kind of found our way through it and I suppose as nurses we're told that we just have to kind of do our jobs you know regardless of what you you face you just have to kind of push through so mentally speaking it can be really draining and very stressful, yes. but I think you have to have that thing that keeps you going otherwise you'll feel overwhelmed and just yeah. give up so what a great idea yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it shows like um different sides of healthcare so you've got like me working in like a surgical unit yeah. and then me working in the GP surgery, so they get to see like oh this
0: is what nursing is about yeah Yeah, it's also like inspiring the next generation as well you know yeah you're doing doing a lot of good with it (laughs) (laughs) that's good I'm glad (laughs) so you've recently started working as a nursing career strategist can you explain what this involves yes so this obviously being that I've had many many different
1: roles within the healthcare industry I've kind of seeing that there is a pattern in terms of how people look for work, not really knowing the avenues of where to go and find the type of jobs that people necessarily want to get into. So I've been doing YouTube videos for some time, Mm -hmm. and most of the videos I do is around career and, you know, finding a band six job or a band seven job. And so I thought it would be really good to kind of share that knowledge with people. So it's basically consultancy type work Mm -hmm. where people book a session with you they talk you through what their interests are or talk me through what their interests are and then I help them to kind of direct them into the best path for them so if they want to be a theatre nurse for example I would sit down with them and show them what they need to do to get those positions because a lot of times people don't know that even if you don't have experience you can still apply and get the job you know mm. and I had done no IT before doing IT <laughs> but I still managed to get onto the course yeah. so so it's just kind of encouraging people to go after roles within leadership and go after roles that they can be satisfied that that's where they're meant to be because there's nothing worse than being somewhere where you hate but you're just Mm. there for the sake of it or you're just there because you don't really know where you need to go so yeah so that's kind of what that is helping people find the right career for them
0: oh no that's amazing because it's not that doesn't exist in nursing like you don't have I feel like in other careers that you can go and you speak to people and they sort of set you on the path whereas I feel like nursing it's very set it's like you get your band five you get the band six you get the band seven and then so on and so forth whereas you know you're showing there's so many different routes in and out round about up and down
1: yeah yeah it's all individualized I feel like Mm. we think of our patients as individuals but we don't think of ourselves like that we kind of group ourselves in one it's not that we don't know what we want but we just don't know how to get there and it puts us in a place where we panic and we think that we don't know what, what we what career we want and so I just kind of sit down and I'm like a listening ear to see okay you said this this and this maybe your interests are in this area and not where you are currently so try and have a look do your research this is something that you know you don't jump into a career you you research it and find out about the places that you want to work in and see whether that's you know good fit for you and I'm kind of like the career agony aunt if you will (laughs) um, you come with me with like your career issues and I'm like sounds like this is probably not the avenue for you yeah. but this might be the one for you especially yeah. within leadership because I feel like there's so many leadership positions that we have never even heard of we think mm-hmm. of nursing as just kind of like you're banding you're band three to seven or eight and nine mm-hmm. but you don't think outside of that um, yeah. and I think it's because when we go to uni we're just kind of talked to go into the hospitals most of our placements are within the hospitals mm. and not really outside and primary care isn't kind of explained mm. well enough you know and so I kind of help people see that there's a world outside of the hospitals and you know if you want to work for the NHS there's NHS outside the hospitals too yeah, yeah. you know there's NHS companies within primary care and all healthcare companies have aspects of where they actually collaborate with the NHS and work with the NHS. So you're still there. But I just think you don't know what you don't know. So yeah. I kind of do the research for people and show them this is what you may not know, but it might be of interest to you.
0: Yeah. Do you have any top tips for nurses concerning career progression?
1: Yeah. I'd say, first of all, just be proactive in finding out what's out there. You know, indeed, it's probably one of the easiest platforms that you'll find as soon as you type in jobs they'll pop up and I always say like find out who you are to know where you're going so you need to know what you like and what you don't like you need to know your personalities like for example me saying that I don't like repetition then I know I can't be on the ward because even though you're getting different patients you're doing a similar Mm -hmm. type of role all the time so I could do it and I could do it very well, but after a while I'll feel misplaced or like something's missing and then I'd leave because I wouldn't be satisfied. So knowing that will enable me to kind of say, okay, I need something that every day is something new. So for A&E, for example, that's perfect because mm-hmm. every day you don't know what you're going to get. Things like that is challenging because you just don't know what's going to happen. And that could be good for me, but for someone who does like repetition, That may not be the place for them. So know yourself and then set goals for yourself. Set small goals and then also big goals. So, for example, I want to pass my probation within six months. I want to be a band six within the next two years. You know, just set little goals for yourself, but also know where you're going, which again starts from knowing yourself. Proactive, know yourself and set goals for yourself.
0: Yeah, no, they're very good tips. Thank you very much. You mentioned your YouTube channel. We've also talked a bit about your Instagram and things. Um, What role do you think social media plays in nursing? It doesn't play a big enough role, if I'm honest. But Mm -hmm. I think when the
1: pandemic happened, that's when I saw like so many healthcare professionals online. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm missing out. (laughs) I'm joining the bandwagon. So I kind of came on as well around the same time. When yeah. I was seeing everyone coming on and, you know, the recognition that people were giving mm-hmm. nurses online was really, really nice. But I think not enough people talk about what they do online, especially nurses. Like there's nurses that I know that I do like incredible, fascinating roles, but they don't post that online. And yeah. so you don't really know about those those type of things. So I think social media can sometimes be a little bit confusing especially if you don't know how to navigate around it and also like getting like negative critiques or negative comments can also be quite harsh it can be quite complicated but you know I think you you kind of just get on and you do it because you know it's going to help someone out there but yeah I've I've definitely (laughs) faced some not so nice comments on yeah. um not necessarily Instagram but TikTok is kind of the one yeah. that it's more open to a lot of different people. Yeah. So <laughs> so yeah it's yeah. it's taking some getting used to. But I love how educational social media can be. Like mm-hmm. if you don't know something, like if you're researching for a project or you're doing your assignment, you can go on YouTube and find like so many videos of people that have done the same thing. And it can help you like throughout your your degree. So I think it it plays a massive part for nurses individually in and yeah. exploring the paths that you could potentially take based on what you see online. But I think we can do so much more with it in terms mm-hmm. of building a community where it's a nursing community. I think there's so much that could be achieved if we just come together and just, you know, network and just
0: build that community of like nurses. So yeah. Yeah, no, that's it entirely. Networking, like on Twitter, if you have a if you have a question about something, people people that specialise in the area will be able to come straight back at you and tell you exactly what works and what doesn't and and then yeah it forms those networks and those bonds that you can use in your career going forward what would you say to people who think social media and nursing shouldn't mix like it's a no-go I remember having a lecture at uni saying yeah don't do it (laughs) yeah I'd say it's probably not for them you know
1: You you can't you can't force you can't force someone to do something that that they're not used to like for example my parents don't understand why i'm on tiktok they're like you're you're at the end of your 20s like what are you doing on tiktok and I'm like, well, I'm getting paid just to do videos, okay? <laughs> like, it's not bad. like Because, you, know, you know, these social media p- platforms are not just for entertainment purposes. Mm. Some people build their careers on there. Like, I know nurses who don't have to do nursing anymore because their social media has enabled them to have a stream of income that's so good that they don't have to work if, if they don't want to. So, right. you know, if you don't understand that kind of world, I can see why it can be difficult you know to kind of think that the two cannot mix but we need an avenue to also be able to speak about what we're going through to kind of release it's almost therapeutic in a way and it helps others so why prevent people from doing something that helps others I think there is a line that you probably shouldn't cross in terms of filming you know making sure that you're keeping to confidentiality rules and not breaking any trust rules or anything like that so long as you're not doing any harm to anyone else or yourself I don't see why anyone whether you're a nurse or I don't know a doctor why you shouldn't be online feel free to do what you want to do so long as it yeah. pleases you and it's not hurting anyone
0: yeah exactly but yeah you are obviously a very busy lady (laughs) you do a lot unfortunately (laughs) Um, what do you do to relax and look after your own mental health
1: I I probably not as much as I (laughs) should be doing um but
0: I love to sing
1: I love to dance I'm quite an outdoorsy type of girl and obviously being in Southampton there's a lot of sort of greeneries I love to take my son to the new forest um which is kind of like an area where the horses roam free yeah oh it's so beautiful I'm not a camper so he wants to go camping but I'm not there yet I'm a (laughs) glamping yeah maybe glamping is the one for me yes that one yeah but I'm trying to be more active um so I've started going back to the gym just taking care of my physical health so that it can then have an impact on my mental health I think that's one of the things that we don't talk about a lot in nursing, how the role itself sometimes can take a toll on your mental mm-hmm. health. You do need these little things that keep you motivated and keep you going so that you're well enough to then take care of your patients. Because if you're not doing well, then how are you going to take care of someone? So so yeah, i definitely say dancing in my room by myself. <laughs> is kind yeah. of some of the There's things that I do, do it. <laughs> yeah I'll pop on the music I'll be in the bathroom or in my room and I'll just be dancing or when I'm driving I'll just put the music on blast and start singing even yeah. if my sound isn't coming out the way it should be I'm still singing <laughs> and it makes me happy so so yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those are some yes. of the things that I do
0: <laughs> so what are your plans for the future where do you see your career going forward
1: obviously I am now kind of dipping my feet in the tech world and um, the digital side of things so I definitely want to kind of be a game changer the tech world can have a positive impact in health how can we use technology to kind of improve our, our healthcare system how can we and if it's not technology it's something that how can we improve our healthcare system? Mm -hmm. I kind of want to be part of that world of improving the health of people worldwide, not just within the UK, obviously being Mm -hmm. that I'm French, um, I'm from the Ivory Coast as well. So I want to also see how the skills that I've learned can be transferred to helping the healthcare systems around the world and not just where I'm based. I feel like in countries like Ivory Coast they can benefit so much from knowing about the current affairs that's happening within the healthcare world and the innovations the new technology that's kind of helping children and helping people in general I know for example immersive technology so that's kind of like virtual reality type of um, technology is one that the health world is using a lot now especially around mental health so I want to be involved in things that help healthcare be better and get yeah. better so yeah that's kind of where my mind is at now
0: Yeah, that's a good thing to aspire to <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> so I have my final question what okay. makes a nurse I think There are so many different
1: things that could make a mess. But the one thing I'd say is just being approachable. You know, it doesn't matter what your personality is because, you know, we all have different personalities. Some of us might be a bit more loud like me, um, but other people might be a bit more reserved and more strict. But being approachable and being able to kind of care for people in the way that makes them happy, I personally feel would be what I would say making it just being able to be open and do your job the way the way that would make the patient happy to have you take care of them mm. so oh.
0: yeah yeah that's short sure and simple no, that's <laughs> perfect thank you so much Lindsay thank you thank you no it's an absolute pleasure
1: <laughs> oh my god thank you so much for having me I'm honoured <laughs> to be here Thanks.
0: No, thank you so much, Inzi. That was such a beautiful and incitive and also really fun conversation to have with you. You've literally shown that being a nurse can open so many doors for you and it's literally not confined to hospital wards alone. The world is literally your oyster. So thank you so much for your time and thank you to all who were listening. I really hope you enjoyed it as much as we did recording it. As I said at the start, Insy can be found on Instagram and TikTok, all the information will be in the podcast description. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter, again, information will be in the podcast description. I love to hear your feedback, so please be sure to message me with all your thoughts on this week's episode. I will of course remind you again if you really enjoy listening to this podcast be sure to subscribe and follow on whatever platform you're listening to this on so you can be the first to get new episodes And also I'd really appreciate if you could leave us a five star review then more people can see what we're all about so thank you I hope you can join us again next week for next week's episode and I will speak to you all then bye bye This podcast was written and created by me. All views expressed by myself are my own. All views expressed by my guests are their own.